Turn in your Bibles this morning to 2 Samuel chapter 16. 2 Samuel chapter 16. We'll look at verses 5 to 12 here in just a few minutes. 2 Samuel chapter 16 verses 5 to 12. The title of my message this morning is Turning Stones into Steps. Turning Stones into Steps. How many of you here this morning have ever heard the song, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me? I'm sure as kids, all of us uh, have probably heard that song or, or sang that song. But sadly, we know there's not really a lot of truth in that. Because words can do far more damage uh, than that. Sticks and stones may not break the bones, but the words do break the heart. The words do break the heart. Sticks and stones may break the bones, but words do break the heart. In our lives, something that we have to understand is that no matter what you do, no matter what kind of life that you try to live, people are going to talk about you. I don't care if you try to live the most holy life on this planet. Somebody is going to try to talk about you. Somebody's going to say things about you. Somebody's going to talk about you. Even the Lord Jesus himself, he lived a perfect life. Lived a perfect life. Never hurt anyone, never committed a sin. And yet people spoke evil against the Lord Jesus all the time. Made up lies about him, uh, called him names, said all kinds of things about him. And so don't you think for one minute that in your life, whether you're guilty or not, that people are not going to say things about you neither. Sticks and stones may break the bones, but words do break the heart. Words do break our hearts. The older you get, the more sticks and stones you collect. <laughs> the older you get, the more sticks and stones you collect. What are you going to do with all those sticks and stones? Everything that everybody's thrown at you. All those things and accusations or, or comments or all those bad things that everybody's always said or has said or ever said about you in your life. All those words that have came your way. What are you going to do with all that? What are you going to do with all that? Well, it's been said that we should take the stones of criticism and build something out of them. Take the stones of criticism and build something out of them. So that's why I want to talk to you this morning about turning stones into steps. Turning stones into steps. As we look at King David this morning, I want, you, I want us to examine David and what uh, David did and what he didn't do. What he did and what he didn't do. So let's look in verse 5 here as we read chapter 16, 2 Samuel chapter 16 uh, and verse 5. And when King David came to Bahirim, Behold, thence came out a man of the family of the house of Saul, whose name was Shimei, the son of Gera. He came forth and cursed still as he came. You see, David had came to Bahurim, and he was on his way there because he had been betrayed by his son Absalom. Absalom had gathered some men together, and he had rose up against his father to take his throne. And when he came into the city... When David came into Bahurim, there was a man there by the name of Shimei that began to curse David as David came into town. He cursed him as he came into town. Sometimes it seems that maybe when we're feeling bad, 
or we're feeling maybe at our worst, there sometimes it seems like there's always someone willing to come along and make things worse. You see, David's heart was already broken. He had already lost his kingdom, lost his throne because his son Absalom had betrayed him and, if that, and, and sought to kill him. And if that wasn't enough... If that wasn't enough, now here we have, he's, he's coming to a place to seek, some, to seek some safety and to seek some shelter. And as he was on his way, there was someone there by the name of Shimei, a man there by the name of Shimei, who was there, it seemed, just to make his life, make his life worse. And this was something that David didn't need in his life right now. This was, this was something he really didn't want to deal with, really didn't need to deal with, really didn't feel like dealing with. But in the midst of these, but in the midst of these things and in the midst of this, this situation right here, we're going to see something that David didn't do. Something that David didn't do. First, David didn't lose his, didn't lose his testimony. David didn't lose his testimony. You know, whenever things and situations like this come up in our lives, it's be very easy for a man or for a woman to, to lose their testimony. When we're coming under uh, such uh, struggles and, and things like this, and we got all kinds of bad things going on in life, and then we have somebody come along and curse us to our face as we're, as we're already down, be very easy for a man or child or man or woman of God to lose their testimony, but that's something David didn't lose. He didn't lose his testimony, but he did keep marching. He didn't lose his testimony, he just kept marching. That's what the Bible says. He came forth and cursed still as he came. Now Christian's testimony takes a lifetime to build. And only a second to lose. Takes a lifetime to build and only and only a second to lose. Imagine how humiliated and embarrassed David must have felt as he was being cursed in front of the soldiers that were with him. Cursed in front of the townspeople that were there as he came through the town. But despite it all, David never said anything back. Never said anything. Here he was. His life was in shambles. He was losing everything that he had. And then out of nowhere comes a man that wants to curse him. But yet David never did say anything to this man. You know, sometimes your silence is all you need to say. Sometimes your silence is all you need to say. David didn't lose his testimony. But he did keep marching. And it's at times as these in our lives when our testimony is put to the test. You see, David could have lost it right there. David didn't have to listen to this man curse him. David didn't have to put up with that. While he had soldiers round about him, he had men with him that could have taken care of Shimei. While David could have just lost out some harsh words and said some things of his own, but he never said anything. He just kept marching, just kept coming through town. And it is in these times in our life when oftentimes our testimony can be put to the test. We can speak about our walk with Christ, but it's when we find ourselves in situations such as this, when we've been embarrassed or humiliated, cursed in front of everyone, that what we do and how we act 
makes all the difference in what people see we are and who we are. And it is in times such as this when we have to turn stones into steps. You see, David was having some stones thrown at him. David was having some words thrown at him. But he had to decide, what am I going to do? Am I going to take these things and let them hurt me? And let them destroy me? And let them keep me from marching? Am I going to give this stone the opportunity in my life to cause me to stumble? Am I going to give this stone that's being cast at me uh, the opportunity to make me stop in my life? Or am I going to take this stone that's being cast at me and am I going to do something with it? Am I going to do something with it? We have to take the stones that are being cast at us to build steps to lift us up higher than our adversaries. We have to use those stones to help make our lives better or we'll find ourselves living in a heap of rubble. If you continue to hold on to all the sticks and you continue to hold on to all the stones that have been thrown to you in your life, then instead of building something out of it, all you will do is live in a heap of rubble. Now you can choose to live in a heap of rubble in your life. You can choose to let those sticks and stones uh, be hindrances in your life. You can choose to let it stop your life. Or you can choose to take those things and take those opportunities to rise above your adversaries or to rise to help you be a better person. There are many things that people forget, but harsh words are usually not one of them. Some people are hauling around this morning bucket loads of overbearing stones in their life when we should be building steps. Some of us here today are burdened because we have bucket loads of stones that we're carrying that everybody has said and everybody has thrown at us in our life. Whether it is they said you can't do nothing. Whether it is they said you can't amount to nothing. Whether it is they said that uh, you can't do this or, or whatever it is they've, they've said about you in your life. And whether it's been one person that has thrown all them stones or whether it's been several people that's thrown them stones, some of us here this morning are carrying a burden of stones on our backs, are carrying buckets of overbearing stones in our life. But what we should be doing is using those things to build steps. Use those stones to build steps in your life. People are going to say things and they're going to throw stones at you in your life, but we can't let those stones cause us to have roadblocks in our lives. Just because somebody says you can't do it, just because somebody says uh, this, just because somebody says that negatively against you, doesn't mean you use that stone as a roadblock in your life. Man, don't let it stop you. Don't let what people say about you, don't let what people think you are, don't let all these stones, these stones that people throw at you become roadblocks roadblocks in your life man don't let it stop you from living we can't let those stones keep us from marching forward we can't let those stones keep us from living life and doing what God has called us to do in life yet we must take those stones and build steps take those stones and build steps out of them Use those stones to help you achieve better and greater things. See, David didn't quit. He didn't stop. The Bible says there that he just kept marching forward. 
That as Shimei, Shimei was cursing him and cursing him as David, as David came into town. And David never said anything. And David never done anything. He just kept marching. He just kept marching. No matter what anybody said, no matter what anybody done, no matter how anybody felt, David didn't quit. David didn't stop. David just kept marching. And let me tell you something. That's what you got to do in your life. You can't quit. You can't quit and you can't stop just because people throwing stones at you. If you stop every time somebody throws a rock, if you stop every time somebody throws a stone at you in your life, you will never go nowhere. You will never uh, get the job done. Let me tell you something. There's some people out there, they're gifted stone casters. They're gifted stone casters. It almost seems like God's calling in their life is to cast stones at other people. It don't matter how big, it don't matter how small. Somebody's going to find something to throw at you in your life. No matter what it is that you do and no matter how it, how it is you try to live, somebody's going to find something, to th- the, the, some stone to throw at you in your life. But no matter what happens, no matter what gets said, you just keep marching. David didn't lose his testimony, but he did keep marching. He just kept going. No matter what, he just kept going. Let's look at verse 6. The Bible says, and he cast stones at David. He cast stones at David and at all the servants of the uh, and all the servants of King David and all the people and all the mighty men were on his right hand and on his left. You see, Shimei, Shimei not only cast stones at David, but he cast stones at the people that were with David. And sometimes people don't just throw stones at us. They throw stones at those that we care about. Stones at people. They throw stones at people who are with us and around us, people that we love. They throw stones at them because they're with you. And they try to hurt you and those that are with you. You can't cast stones at someone usually without hurting somebody else. So think about that. The next time you go to cast a stone, it's hard to throw a stone and just hit one person because usually that stone's going to hurt other people. Shimei didn't care who he hurt. As long as he got a chance to hurt David. And that's how some people are. They don't care who they have to hurt. They don't care how big the stone is. As long as they get an opportunity to hurt you. And say something about you. And cast a stone at you. They're going to take it. Shimei wanted to do everything he could. To degrade and destroy any confidence that David had in his life. Any confidence that he had left. Shimei began to hurl stones. In various areas of David's life. Hoping for a direct hit. And if he didn't hurt, he'd find a bigger stone. Oftentimes we see people will not just hurl one stone in their life, but they'll attack us in every area possible. And they'll keep throwing stones until they find a place that hurts in your life. And when they find that place that hurts, they'll just keep throwing them. But no matter what, David never stopped. No matter what was getting said, no matter what was going on, no matter what was happening, David just kept marching. And that's what you have to do in your life. 
Don't let what other people throw in front of you, don't let what people throw at you stop you in your life. Look at verse 7. The Bible says, And thus said Shimei, when he cursed, Come out, come out, thou bloody man, thou bloody man of Belial. I want you to notice something here. First, Shimei attacked David's character in verse 7. He attacked David's character in verse 7. Shimei cursed David. He began to make accusations against David. Called him a bloodthirsty man. He said bloodthirsty. Bloodthirsty means murderer. He was saying that David was a man that, that cared for nobody but himself. Shimei then said he was a man of Belial. Belial means worthless and good for nothing. It means profitable and unwicked. In 2 Corinthians 6.15, the name Belial was also used to describe Satan. And so Shimei was actually saying, David, you're just like the devil. You're good for nothing. You're worthless. You're wicked. You're a bloodthirsty man that cares nothing about nobody except himself. And that's what he was telling David in verse 7. Attacking, attacking his character. Attacking all parts of his life. Then the next thing we're going to see in verse 8. The Bible says, The Lord hath returned upon thee all the blood of the house of Saul, in whose stead thou hast reigned. And the Lord hath delivered the kingdom into the hand of Absalom thy son. And behold, thou art taken in mischief, because thou art a bloody man. And so the second thing we see is, is that Shimei began to attack his past. You see, Shimei began, first he attacked David's character. Then he began to attack his past. He said God was returning upon him all the blood of the house of Saul. Shimei was saying it was David's fault that King Saul and his sons were dead. And that it was his fault that the house of Saul had fell and come to ruin. And now God was repaying him back for all the things that he had done in the past. That God was giving him the payback that he deserved in his life. And there will be people that will say things like that to you in your life as well. And some of you may hear this morning, may have heard some people say things like that to you. But no matter what you do, no matter, no matter what stones get cast at you, no matter what harsh words come at you, what you do is you just keep marching. You just keep going. There is perhaps not a more tender place to attack than oftentimes somebody's past. We all have a past. We all have a past we wish we wish many times wasn't there. And when someone goes digging it up, it becomes a painful wound, especially when the past is distorted and misunderstood. Because David didn't bring down the house of Saul. Saul destroyed his own house. But yet David here was getting the blame for it. Have you ever had somebody blame you for something that was done in the past? Blame you for something that was done in the past that you never did? And the reason why they blamed you was because the past had been distorted. The past had been misunderstood. But nonetheless, they were still casting this stone at you. But no matter what. You just keep marching. 
No matter what, you just keep moving forward. Let's look at verse 8 again. The third thing that we're going to see is that Shimei attacked David's heart. Shimei attacked David's heart. Shimei hit David where he knew it would hurt. He began to talk about what Absalom had done. Reminding him of the betrayal of his son that he loved so much. And you know, oftentimes people, they'll hit you right where they know it's going to cause the most damage. They'll hit you right where they know it's going to cause the most pain, where it's going to cause the most hurt. And so it begins to talk about Absalom. And saying that God was allowing this to happen and that God was using Absalom against him for the purpose of getting back even with him. And that God was using Absalom to do these things in David's life because David was a wicked man, wicked evil man. Yet despite it all, David said nothing. And he took the stones, turned them in steps. He didn't let them stop him in his life. He didn't let these words that was being thrown at him stop his life. He just kept marching. He just kept going. Let's look at verses 9 and 10. The Bible says, Then Abishai, the son of Zariah, a son, then, then said Abishai, the son of Uriah, unto the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over, I pray thee, and take off his head. Well, I tell you what. I like Abishai. I tell you what, <laughs> he's, he's such a good man. And the Bible says there in verse 10, the king said, what have I to do with you, you sons of Zariah? So let him curse, because the Lord has said unto me, curse David. Who shall, say, who thou, who shall then say, wherefore hast thou done so? So the second thing we see is that David didn't lose his temper, but he did show his mercy. You see, David didn't lose his testimony, but he kept marching. The second thing he did was he didn't lose his temper, but he showed him mercy. You see, David could have David could have had this man's head cut off with just a simple word. He was the king, and nobody was allowed to speak to the king in that way. Yet David, despite the harsh treatment he was receiving, Despite all the words, despite all the attacks on his character, on his past, and on his heart, showed mercy. And it's often when we lose our tempers that we usually make the worst decisions. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 17, Repay no man evil for evil. And then verse 21 goes on to say, Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. We have to turn our stones into steps in our spiritual lives to be able to rise up enough so that we don't stoop to the other person's level. We have to use our stones as steps. Or what we'll do is we'll throw the same stones back. And whenever you begin to throw the same stones back, you become no better than the person that is throwing those stones at you. And that is a hard thing to do sometimes. But God has called us to live a holy life. He has called us to a higher calling. And even though we know we battle the flesh, and even though what we would like to do is what Abishai said, even though we would like to go over there and take off his head, David didn't do that. 
He showed the man mercy. He showed the man mercy. Let's look at verses 11 and 12. And the Bible says, And David said to Abishai and to all his servants, Behold my son, which came forth of my bowels, seeketh my life. How much more may this Benjamite do? Let him alone and let him curse, for the Lord hath bidded him. It may be that the Lord will look on my affliction and that the Lord will requite me or repay me good for his cursing this day. The third thing that we're going to see here is that David didn't lose his trust, but he did appeal to his maker. He didn't lose his trust, but he did appeal to his maker. See, first David didn't lose his temper, but he kept, uh, he didn't lose his testimony, but he kept marching. The second thing he did was he didn't lose his temper, but he did show mercy. And the third thing that he did is he didn't lose his trust, but he did appeal to his maker. David understood what was happening to him was being permitted by God. He understood that God was allowing this person to rise up against him in his life. And by understanding that, he had to trust that God knew what he was doing because God could stop it or prevent it if he wanted to. Despite what was going on, he trusted that God knew what was happening. So David trusted God and he gave it to God. And so instead of dealing with that situation himself, it's like he said, God, you can see and you can hear what's going on. You can see and you can hear what's happening. And I'm just going to give this to you. And he was going to let God be the jury and the judge over this situation. He was going to let God deal with this and work this out in his own time. Romans chapter 12 verse 19 says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Oftentimes what we want to do is we want to go over and we want to take off their heads. We want to take that vengeance back. We, we want to get what's due to us. We want the justification. But that wasn't what David did. He didn't lose his testimony. He didn't lose his temper. He didn't lose his trust. He just kept marching. He showed mercy. And he appealed to his maker. David was looking for something far greater than just getting even. See, sometimes we got to look at more than just what's happening at the moment. David was looking for something that would be far greater than just getting even. David was looking for God to repay him for turning those stones into steps. David was looking for God to repay him because he didn't do what maybe he wanted to do. Because he didn't go there and have Uriah's head cut off, whatever he could have. He said, it may be that the Lord will look on my affliction and that the Lord will requite me or repay me good for his cursing this day. And so David said, just let him say what he's going to say because God hears what's going on. God knows what's going on. He sees what's going on. And it may be that because I act the way I'm acting in this situation, it may be because I don't do what I really want to do in this situation that God will repay me for being the man of God I was supposed to be, for being the, the child of God that God has called me to be. Oh, David was looking for something far greater 
looking for something far greater. He was looking for God to reward him for keeping his testimony. He was looking for God to reward him for for keeping his temper. He was looking for God to warn him for keeping his trust. I know sometimes it would seem good just to say, okay, go over and cut his head off. But if we're going to turn those stones into steps, we've got to see that God has called us to a higher calling. He's called us to a better way of living. And we may just see his ultimate purpose in allowing the stones to be cast. Look at chapter 19 in verses 18 and 20. The Bible says, and there went out, there went out, there and there went over a ferry boat to cast over the king's household. This is later on in David's later on in David's life. And there went over a ferry boat to cast over the king's household and to do what he thought good. And Shimei, the son of Gera, fell down before the king. And he was come over Jordan. And he said unto the king, Let my lord impute iniquity. Let not my lord impute iniquity unto me. Neither do thou remember that which thy servant did perversely the day that my lord the king went out of Jerusalem. For thy servant doth know that I have sinned. Therefore, behold, I am come the first this day of all the house of Joseph to go down to meet my lord the king. But Abishai, the son of Zariah, answered and said, Shall not Shimei be put to death for this? Because he cursed the Lord's anointed. And David said, What have I to do with you, ye sons of Zariah, that you should this day be adversaries unto me? Shall there any man be put to death this day in Israel? For do not I know that I am this day king over Israel? Therefore the king said unto Shimei, Thou shalt not die. And the king swore unto him. So when Absalom was, when Absalom was killed and David received his kingdom back, Shimei came to David. Shimei understood that he was wrong about David. He understood that he had sinned against David. And what he did was he had came to David and he, and he asked David for forgiveness. And if David would have went over there and done things his own way, if David would have went over there and had that man's head cut off, why well, he never would have experienced Shimei coming back to him later on and saying, you know what, David, I just want to tell you, and I admit I was wrong. And I was sorry about what I'd done. And so David had ended up with a friend. He ended up with a man that acknowledged that David was his king. And that's something that we need to do today with ourselves. We need to understand that we have said all kinds of things, thrown all kinds of stones at the Lord Jesus in our sinful lives. But the Lord Jesus has shown us mercy. The Lord Jesus loves you today. And no matter what it is that you've said, no matter, no, no matter what it is that you've done, the Lord Jesus is here to forgive you. And if you'll accept him as your Lord and personal Savior, 
and ask him to come to your heart and life, Jesus will save you today. Would you come?